0: Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and I am the owner and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf offers soulful guidance for mompreneurs who are ready to go deep and take action in their business. Claim your greatest work by clearing out the thoughts that no longer serve you so you can create a life of freedom, joy, and expansion. Shift away from feelings of inadequacy and doubt and be equipped with the tools that empower you to rise. friend, and welcome to the There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. Uh, I am going to be uh, talking a lot about um, manifestation of wealth, expanding your wealth container, and also how to navigate healing your money story or money trauma with your partner or your spouse. Uh, Because this can be a really big challenge when you're doing your healing journey or when you are expanding and calling more in and you are navigating that relationship um, with your spouse as well. So first and foremost, I just want to give hella gratitude to every single person that either reaches out in my DMS puts the five star review up there just out of the kindness of their heart because they felt called to do so. Uh, I see you. So thank you. I really, truly, truly appreciate it. And I'm so happy that this is kind of landing in your heart somewhere. And I'm hoping that this content today does the same for you. So I think it's first most important to start with what money, money trauma is. So we all probably have experienced some type of trauma in our lives, but maybe not money trauma. So money trauma can come when like you've lost everything or you've had a large sum of money taken away from you, someone has stolen from you, um, you watched someone that you love um, experience a lot of loss. This could have been through watching maybe a divorce and a lot of money go out through uh, court or something like that, or that you were always witnessing a lot of fighting around money um, and it created a disruption in your nervous system and kind of embedded that memory into your brain. So a lot of this, a lot of times we're not really cognizant of the fact that there's maybe something kind of living below the surface, but it comes up with resistance. Because so we don't actually, are. we're not often accessing what's, in the subconscious, what's living in the unconscious mind. That is all unconscious. It's living below the surface, but how it shows up is actually through action and through words. That's how the unconscious shows itself. So procrastination, worry, fear, panic, um, just kind of excuses or just, you know, thoughts or words that would potentially hold you back and so consciously really and you know let's first and foremost like, give you the ratio of the thought processes 95% is below the surface 5% is the conscious mind so on a conscious level you may be desiring financial freedom in your business you may be really wanting to call that in because you're looking for more ease in your life and you know consciously that the more wealth that flows in means the more impact you've made the more people you've helped and that the more ease you have an exchange in your life and you find that you, maybe you're at this like cap of a wealth container, like you just can't make more or all of a sudden you keep manifesting the same amount of money going out. And it's all because unconsciously we have a story or an experience that needs to be moved through effectively. And as you start doing that and you start using the techniques that I give and have coached people through, you may witness that in your life, you may be doing the work, but then all of a sudden, you know, maybe your spouse or your partner or someone in your life has a not so great money story. So if you've experienced this before, it can be really challenging. It can be really, really, really challenging. And, and my husband and I experienced the same money trauma. Um, He has his own stories from his upbringing, and I have my own from my upbringing, and we have that mixed with shared traumatic experiences. And when we started bringing in more wealth into our lives, it expanded us outside and allowed us to see what needed to be healed a little bit more. And as I did the work and went to school to be able to help people further, um, he kind of stayed quiet about it all and I recognized some behaviors in him that I don't think he was ready to witness or to see and so I just started with communication um and I I would I would see that he he would have these experiences of looking at the bank account or or not being able to look at the bank account or being even no matter what the number said but a lot of fear um a lot of fear in that and I would notice his nervous system response. I would notice the shift in him. I would notice that there was this spiral of thoughts, and he inevitably associated a lot of money with safety. And when you recognize that your innate safety does not come from money, that to, to, I I know a lot of people are probably battling that thought process right now with me. Like, well, Jamie, I need to have a home. I need to be able to eat. I need to be able to do that. But if you think about the way that we primarily were with eating nuts and berries and hunting and gathering, we didn't need money. Money was invented as an exchange of goods and services. So we are actually physically able to survive Without that, based off of nature and based off of our immune systems and based off of just survival. Um, However, we now are in this uh, experience in this life where more money would allow us a life of ease. So when you associate your physical safety with a number in the bank account, there's no way. It doesn't matter what ends it, there could be a million dollars in the bank account, you'll still feel unsafe. And why recognize some spending habits that would 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 happen um, when there was his perceived amount of safe a safe amount. Um, and then it was like this free for all, like, oh, now I can finally have fun. So him and I have been working um, with my tools and it's been so beautiful. Because for a long time, he didn't want those, he didn't want the help, he didn't want the support. He was just like, Yeah, you know, you're good. He just wasn't ready. And the the reality of the situation, in any sense, whether it's wealth expansion, self expansion, uh, healing of any sort, dissolving of old beliefs, dissolving of anything, you need to be ready. You need to be so done. You have to reach that I'm so fucking done moment. And if you're not there, then you're teetering on like, eh, it's not that bad. But if you've gotten to that point where you're like, I don't want to live this way anymore, then you've consciously made a decision to choose something else. And that's where he had gotten. And I think he also recognized that there was a light of possibility instead of being believing so deeply in his current belief system and current pain and suffering that there was actually something else that he could believe in. There was an actual opportunity for him to think differently and achieve differently and see things differently just by implementing new tools and having that support. Uh, So it first started out with just communication. So if you have this experience where, you know, you're doing the healing and you want support from your spouse, for me, it starts with being able to communicate what you need in your relationship. So for me, what I did is I would say in this moment, I just need you to listen. I don't need any kind of fixing. I don't need any solutions. I just want you to hear me. And can you do that? Can you give that for me? Can you do that for me? Can you be that person for me right now? And he would say, yes. And I said, okay. And at the end, I just want a hug. And then I would communicate how I would feel with love as long as he was receptive. If he was not receptive, then I can't communicate what I need because the walls are going to come up, the excuses, the defensive beliefs, or the no, 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 I'm not that way. The moment that wall comes down, the moment you're able to communicate. And when you truly love someone and they love you back, there is so much room to keep your heart open and to move forward and to support you in that. So for number one, I would just communicate what you need. And if you are having a hard time using your voice to do that, I would write it in a letter um, and start with that, journal together. And then another thing, once we both felt comfortable using our voices around each other, because it started out with just journaling and sharing uh, letters with each other. And that was the first step because if someone doesn't feel safe communicating, you're not going to feel safe using your voice. So you have to start with just writing things down and releasing mental real estate to be able to get those thoughts and those feelings out of your body onto paper. And that's such a beautiful first step is just communicating on paper. And then if you feel comfortable sharing it with each other, you can. And if you don't, you don't have to. But at least you got it out of your body. And then ask for what you need in that letter. Do you feel unseen? Do you feel unheard? Is there a way that you guys can share what you deeply need from that other person and ways that that would help the relationship? So from there, another thing that – Uh, my husband and I did was we'd sit down crisscross applesauce um, either on the floor, on our bed because there's more space and we just sit across from each other. And we would at the end of the day share what was bothering us, what was what we went through, what was like almost causing a little bit of weight or heaviness in our bodies and in our minds and I would just say, okay, so we're just going to share right now and I don't need you to fix anything. I just need you to listen. And then, so I would sit and I would vent about my day and I, and he would sit with his arms open and go, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. And then I would say, all right, I'm done. I got nothing else that I have to share. I have nothing else in my brain or my body. And then he would do the same and he would share about his day or his worries or his fears or his concerns. And just communicate them to me just so I know. And then we'd hug and then it would be done. There was no fixing. There was no like, I'm so sorry you're experiencing that. It was just let me in on what's happening. Let me in. Like I'm here to just sit and be and hold space. That's it. And then from there, once he felt safe enough with being able to share those parts of himself that maybe he's never shared with anybody – then we were able to actually make steps of like, what do you want that relationship with wealth and money to look like? Like what's coming up for you around that? And he, then he would share it. If he couldn't communicate it, he'd write it down. Um, and then I'd ask him permission. Is it okay if I offer you a solution? Always ask for permission. And at this point, like I can't help anyone if they don't want to receive the help. And I think it's invalidating to somebody to share or to try to fix something if they don't, if they're not ready. So what I would do is I would ask for permission, like, are you okay with, (laughs) are you okay with me sharing a solution? It's, it's okay if you don't, you know, if you'd like to wait and he would say, yes. So I got the permission, the consent from my partner, um, to give him something to work on. And so it would be the tools that I've, teaching my community with that have they've gotten such amazing results with and he would do it and then I'd say okay and like in a couple of days just do this for a couple of days and then let's talk about how how it felt and then he'd do it and he'd be like Jamie that was incredible like that changed so much for me And then the more we would work on that together and the more I would be like, okay, so now how does it feel? And we would create like a scale. So number one would be, I feel great. And number 10 feels, I feel very unsafe. And so we would range, we would find where he was starting at in the morning when he would do the tools that I've given him to do. And he would say, right now I'm at a six. And then if he's a five and above, then I need him to calm his nervous system down and we would do like self-regulation first. And then we would go into the technique if he felt ready to do it. But if he was a five and below, then it was like the safe zone in his nervous system to actually implement the tool. And from there, he was able to implement them, celebrate, acknowledge it, and then implement a new tool once he was ready with that. And he's progressed so much. I'm so proud of him. He's made leaps and bounds from where he was before. And it's because he was ready and he was willing and he felt safe with that communication. He was ready for a change. Um, And if your partner or somebody that you're working with isn't ready, it's okay. It doesn't mean that they won't be in the future. Um, But honestly, keeping your heart open and loving them through whatever they're experiencing has been super, super beneficial for me and all of my relationships because not everyone's ready for the work. Not everyone's ready to change because they're either there's nervousness around feeling actual emotions and actually expressing physical emotions because maybe they've just never been safe experiencing emotions, maybe they've always been told to be quiet or that, you know, you're not allowed to cry or you have to be strong or you have to do this. So actually accessing any kind of emotion other than just being strong, it's very uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. So the first step would just be actually learning about emotions and moving through them in a neutral way. And then from there, I would just be patient. Because everyone's journey is different. And and hope that your journey with your heart open through your healing and wealth expansion that you will be a light of what is possible for the people in your life. And that, you know, whether you're cognizant of it or not, that you are creating a ripple effect. You are creating a ripple effect for the people in your life, whether you know it or not. Some people that you may not even that may just be watching from afar, you may be affecting. And just because you may not have had those deep, meaningful conversations with them doesn't mean that you're not an inspiration or that you're not helping or actually creating a a new perspective for them. So uh, I hope that this conversation uh, landed somewhere. I hope that it was helpful. Um, and thank you for allowing me to share that story. And I also wanted to let you know that I did ask for permission from my husband to share that story. Because that was the first thing is hey, I- I've never talked about maybe our relationship as as kind of intimately as I have on this episode. But he just said, you know what? People should know. And he goes, And I've, you know, I've made a difference in my own life. And I think people would benefit from hearing about it. That, you know, because a lot of the people that I work with are, you know, are in relationships and your relationship with yourself comes number one and your healing and your expansion and your wealth expansion and finding joy and balance and presence in your life. But it also needs to, also your relationships are a huge part of your life. And, uh, I just hoped that this, this landed somewhere. So, uh, Thank you again for every single person that's bought the book. Can't believe it. You guys are awesome. So amazing. It's kind of so crazy to see people with it in their hands. And um, I'll put the link below so you can access that and to join the free Facebook group and to listen to more podcast episodes. But um, again, I'm going to be sharing some sneak peeks. Um, I've been working on a huge, huge project uh, that'll be launching within like the next five weeks, actually four weeks, four, what day is it? I think it's four weeks. (laughs) course, I never, <laughs> the whole week just feels like one day right now. Uh, so, but next week I'll be in New York doing um, kind of a sneak peek photo shoot, uh, videography shoot. So I'll take you along for the journey. So follow me on the TikTok and the IG and I'll be sharing some stuff like that. And in the meantime, I hope that you found support and love and guidance in today's content. And feel free to just dive into the other episodes to find more support and guidance and actionable steps. Uh, Sending love and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. Hey, my love, if you love this episode and you are so ready to take action in your business and become the most wealthy version of yourself, I think it's time to slide into my DMs at Mama Who Manifests and let's become friends. Let me help you get to the best version of yourself. I would love to get you introduced into my program, High Vibe Money Mama, and see what magic unfolds. All right, I'll see you in the DMs. Let's do the damn thing.